the mayor's first 100 days, UFOs over Sagefield, and exams might be stupid. My name is Chris, and you're listening to This Week in Sagefield. It's the week of the 13th to the 20th of March. It's leading up to Easter, which is it's less than a month away. And the weather has been pretty darn interesting. We've had some incredible and glorious rain, sweltering heat and, and everything in between. The weather coming up is looking pretty good. We're going to be in the low 20s throughout the rest of the week. A little bit of rain later on, but this might be our last slice of summer. So let's make sure we're heading down to the beach and having some good times together. Last week, you heard a sound that sounded something like this. And if you're wondering what that could be, that was the sound of a screw being dropped into a little bucket of screws. (laughs) So this week we've got a different kind of game. I'm going to tell you the names of some towns with slightly odd names in the world. And what you've got to do is guess where they come from. You can, of course, do some research and cheat and you will know about it. (laughs) Our first town is called How Long. Yes, that's its name. It has about two and a half thousand people. And those two and a half thousand Howlongians seem to be quite happy. The other town is called Truth or Consequences. Really, that's that's the name of the town. And there are about six thousand people who live there. So take a guess. Where do you think it is? Where do you think those are? And do you know somebody who lives in How Long or Truth or Consequences? I think if we ask around enough, we're going to find people who do know people who live there or who have driven through there. Or let's see if we can find out. Remember, you can reach out to me with these answers, with some stories, anything you'd like to chat about. Chris at homecode.co.za or you can message me on 084-622-0368. And remember, of course, that all of our weekly episodes are up on the website twist.press. Neisner's executive mayor, Lavelle Davis, reported on achievements in his first three months in office, measuring accomplishments against his 100-day plan announced in December. When we last spoke about this plan, we highlighted how central cooperation and community involvement was to this plan. The first 100 days kicked off with season readiness and the beautification of Neisner. I don't know if you've driven along that waterfront road in Neisner, but it is looking absolutely brilliant. Where here in Sedgefield, we've discussed beautifying the Middle Island in the highway, or on the highway rather. So if you are interested in that, you want to get involved with that, be sure to reach out to our ward councillor, Cleone Vanston, and say that you would like to get involved or that you would like to put together a group who will look after the beautification of our town. We've got mosaics all over the place, and we know that that is something that is awesome. And what a great thing to, to serve our community with. Otherwise, back to LaBelle Davis's plan, the massive debt of Neisner municipality was also addressed with a zero tolerance debt collection stance being taken. There are millions of rands outstanding on municipal accounts. There were millions of rands written off from faulty water meters. And there were millions that seemingly went not really missing. But we're not quite sure where they went after some corruption charges and dismissals and a three year slog. So hopefully as we continue to go through the documents and look at all the budgets and finances, we'll see what happened over there. 
the community does need to be involved in this. Davis met with stakeholders to understand the needs and the municipality is taking its time with the tourism model for Nyssen. Now, I think this is quite good. I think it's a lot slower than many people anticipated that we're all desiring. We want to get our Sagefield tourism pumping and off the ground but we also want to make sure that it doesn't happen once again where a bunch of cash is thrown to a company that uh, writes a nice tender but ends up not delivering very well we've got a very unique place in the world and we could really capitalize on that well so let's make sure that we're making our voices heard to the executive mayor and to all of our councillors lastly the infrastructure development saw more funds being approved for roads and electricity there's about 200,000 rand for water and sewer plan, a million rand for speed bumps and guardrails, 5.2 million rand over the next few years for resurfacing roads at Nysland, Sedgefield. Seeing how people have responded to this um, summary of how the past 100 days have gone, a lot of people are saying that parking remains a major issue, at least in Nysland and Sedgefield. Well, not as much. <laughs> it's been three months and seeing the mayor around and really in the community and meeting with people and communicating well, letting us know what's happening has been very, very cool. In fact, he spoke briefly this week about National Library Week. And we've got a bunch of events that have been happening at our library here in Sedgefield. Today, and it's Thursday, is Pocket Poem Day, where you're able to write a poem, drop it in a box, and then it's going to be pinned up, and I assume read by others. Tomorrow, there is going to be a sports day held in Smutsville from 11 a.m. as well. The library says that they have had a great response to this. If you haven't heard yet, South Africa's civil aviation regulator has grounded Comair's planes. So that is Kalula and British Airways, leaving hundreds of passengers stranded. I know I had a friend who got stuck at the airport while this was happening. And on Sunday, they were going to be able to start flying again, but there were still unresolved safety issues. And even today, on Thursday, the 17th of March, they are still grounded. We don't have much more details than safety concerns, which yes, those should absolutely be addressed. Have you struggled to go in and out and around? I know of others who are in Cape Town in Johannesburg who are stuck. Oh, what are the other options? Other airlines like SAA are trying to get bigger planes and accommodate for this. Maybe it'll actually help SAA in the long run. Oh, conspiracy theorists are going to love that one. Maybe SAA planned the whole thing. They, they didn't. They absolutely didn't. If you have young ones, you'll know that test and exam season is upon us. And exams started in England, the University of Cambridge, in 1858. But at that point, there were only two exams, one for juniors at 16 years old and one for seniors at 18 year olds. Before that, there were kind of oral examinations, um, specifically around theologians. But the Industrial Revolution rolled in and brought on the age of efficient process and mass production. And the education system, of course, is not immune to this. Exams are more about efficient processing than academic excellence. In fact, Derek Buck, a previous dean of Harvard University, says, although 99% of professors consider critical thinking an essential or very important goal of a college education, fewer than 20% of the exam actually tested 
for this skill. That's fewer than 20% of the exam questions rather actually tested for this skill. The education system is in shambles somewhat. And over the next few years, we're going to lose about 400,000 teachers who are retiring. And the new ones who are trained, depending on where they go and how they get trained, are generally not educated well in educating. Something has to change. Now in the garden route here, there is a massive community of homeschoolers and this might be where the solution is lying. As a trained and practicing teacher, I love education. I love the potential that we have in South Africa, especially as a community, a society of people who will rise up and make sure that our children are served education wise. So each week we're going to be speaking more and more about education and how we can serve our next generation in it. Of course, at present, all I've done is said that exams don't really help altogether too much. Well, we need to think about how we can give our children the practical skills, the thinking skills, the learning skills along the way. There are some great solutions coming about here in Sedgefield as we think about Seabridge, which has an amazing focus on science and specifically marine sciences. We've got places like the Sedgefield Academy of Excellence, which takes a kind of hybrid approach towards homeschooling it's a tutor center and um, that's also able to help lots and lots of learners get the attention that they need and who are able to move at a great pace with companies like impact education praxis can become a little bit tricky to discuss with people feeling like they are being rubbed the wrong way or that we all have the right solution but we need to discuss this we want to serve our next generation well and we want to make plausible good solutions for it so let's make sure that we do discuss this and not get angry and prideful and shouty at each other shall we Okay, well, at the end of last week, a few people in the area noticed some strange lights in the sky. Of course, they were the usual conspiracy theorists who will call out chemtrails and that the government is spying on them even though they don't wear a mask, which obviously has a microchip in it so that, so that we buy more things. No, it was none of these. Instead, it was SpaceX's Starlink satellites. They've launched about 2,000 satellites and they have permission from the US government to launch many thousands more. It enables the provision of high-speed broadband internet across the world. Starlink from SpaceX, SpaceX, that's Elon Musk's company. It's the name of the satellite network developed by the uh, private spaceflight company SpaceX. And they are going to hope uh, to launch as many as 42,000 satellites in a mega constellation of satellites to make sure that the whole world has access to fast and reliable internet. In the link notes on twist.press, so if you go to there and uh, go to that website and listen to this, in the link you will see a link for a satellite map where you're able to see about 19,000 satellites that are currently orbiting Earth. It looks absolutely wild. And I wonder if we are going to get to the point of, you know, that movie Wally, where it looks like there is a blanket of satellites around the Earth. I wonder if we're going to get to that. <laughs> there are also a few people here in Sedgefield who are trying to put together a squash club. There are squash courts at Lake Pleasance where you can uh, pay, I think it's about 50 Rand for a game, which gets you about an hour. They are refurbished scene videos and they are looking really good. Otherwise, coming up, 
over the next few weeks. We've got a drumming circle on the 25th of March from 7 to 9 p.m. at the Octopus Garden, where you can bring your own drum or rent one for 50 Rand. Lucky and Gary are putting on an 80s party at Red Shed Scarab Market in benefit of Sam's on the 2nd of April. You can get your ticket at Cafe Vienna for 80 Rand. Also at Cafe Vienna, you can get tickets for Stretch's album launch. Stretch is a singer, songwriter, musician with a really creative take. Here's a little bit from her. So here's a little bit of an idea of what to expect for Saturday. My official Stretch Garden Mute album launch will be hosted at the spectacular Fainvoss on Sea. At once in one once upon a time, the story begins in the nick of time. Pre-apocalyptic post-apocalypse sale of Stretch reflection, expression of me. When you do get a ticket from Cafe Vienna, you can of course get it online with Quicket as well. But if you get it from Cafe Vienna, you get a free coffee. And doesn't that just sound lovely? And that does it for this week. Thank you so much for listening, for participating, for keeping the discussion going. Lots to chat about, lots to think about. Let's make sure we do both of those nice and slowly.